What are some of the best practices that you think community builders should follow while building a community program like the Ambassador Program? Great question. The Ambassador Program was begun by Ben Wang, and um, he did, did an amazing job at kind of you know when he first started building the community, um, accepting people that embody the values of Notion, and just were like very kind, thoughtful, and um, like a giving community. So those initial members really, really kind of set the tone for what the rest of the program would look like. And I learned this lesson as well in Startup Ryan, where a lot of those early chapter directors that we kind of onboarded were very, very much drawn to our values. Again, similar with Notion, they had very, very strong values that were very clear. And um, it just basically just simply attracts those kind of folks that you want to have in your community. So um, building those early kind of um, applicants early on and making sure that they kind of um, are very, very aligned with kind of your similar beliefs really helps with kind of scaling the community in that image moving forward. And I think because of that, we've had an amazing community that's very kind. You see it across all multiple platforms across the web, and it's just been a joy to work with. Um, so I think values are really important. The second thing is sometimes, like, this is something I talk a lot about, you know, I've been in community for 10 years. I joined a community, you know, I became a community manager when it used to mean like a glorified name for an intern. When you had an intern, you didn't know what their job was, or they did a little bit of everything. You just gave them a community manager title. That's, that's, that's how I remember community. So it's grown a lot, but throughout this entire time, I think what some of the best community managers do is they really establish relationships with their users and their community members. So um, sometimes this means you have to do things that don't scale. So when I first joined Notion, the first thing that I did, I spent the first two weeks, I basically opened up my calendar from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. I don't recommend it, but you know it was helpful at the time. And I basically allowed anyone to set up a one-on-one call with me. And I just like went after everyone. I, I tried to get as many, many one-on-one calls as I could. And I just asked for feedback. I was like, hey, I'm new here. I really want to improve the community as I'm coming in. Since this isn't my community just yet, like you need to be honest with me, give me frank feedback, and I'll do my very best to like improve upon it. And it was very, very helpful. And not only did I get some great feedback that we kind of just used to change and adapt the program moving forward, but I built relationships with people. Like I know Ben Borowski, you know, he's a volunteer firefighter, um, has one of the coolest rooms in the entire world that he streams from. And just like, you know, has the cutest little dog, right? Um, Francis Odera Matthews is out of, you know, uh, an amazing, amazing aesthetics uh, centered, you know, consultant and creator out of uh, you know, the UK who is doing like, gorgeous gorgeous uh amount of work and also is a model on the side loves music loves Afrobeats, and just a little bit of everything in between and of course there's people like uh you know esteban valderas out of mexico who is kind of building out his consulting program working part-time and has like you know big fans of husky so like getting to know your your, your members is is takes time and you know it's not easy but it, it goes a very long way and i think um setting up like different sessions and allowing people to kind of come to you and talk to you about certain issues they're facing or feedback they may have is huge. Even if you can't fix it immediately, like there's, unfortunately I'm not an engineer. I wish I was an engineer because I could fix a lot of these issues that people are submitting, but even just being heard um, is, is a huge, huge part of kind of running uh, a cared for community. So I think early on, especially kind of doing things that don't really scale um, can really go a long way while scale. Based on your experience building Notions community, what is the one fundamental philosophy you would say has contributed to the success? So I actually didn't launch it myself. It was Ben Lane. Um, and I think I'll, I'll say two things. One, I think on his part that he did really, really well was very early on. I think I talked to, uh, I mentioned this in Sharat's answer as well, was that he basically um, invited members to the community that were 
uh, that kind of embodied our values, which were really kind of just, you know, being kind to one another, helping as much as you can, and kind of contributing to the wider community. Um, and those early members really set the tone for what the rest of the community would scale out to be. So I think finding members that really just um, believe in your vision, your goals, and kind of are aligned with what you're working on is a huge, huge part of building out a successful community. Um, something that I've been doing that I think has been um, very helpful and has helped me kind of understand our members more is just spending one-on-one -on -one time with them, getting to know them, understanding where they're coming from, um, and just like uh, knowing who they are as people, right? We're at the end of the day, we're all people. And some of us are using Threado uh, to make our jobs a little easier. And some of us are, you know, part of gaming communities or movie communities and everyone kind of has a lot going on, right? I don't, you know, I'm sure you have uh, other things that you like to do on your free time. It's not just Threado, you know, so you're not just uh, Matri from Threado. You're a lot more than that. And I think understanding those things goes a long way. Uh, so when I first joined Notion, I said some, some time to kind of jump on a one-on-one call with people to collect feedback, but also get to know them. And I think that's helped a tremendous amount in my, like my career. I think, uh, building those relationships, um, it shows people that you're interested in not just, you know, their contributions, but who they are as people and what they're doing, um, as a whole. So I would highly recommend any community manager to kind of spend time with their members and make sure they feel heard and supported. Uh, but yeah, those are kind of been two huge things that I've, I think have helped, um, you know, uh, helped our community kind of come together and really kind of expand and grow. How is the community team structured at Notion? And what are some of the learnings with respect to hiring and designing incentive models for the ambassador program? Yeah, so the community team is actually very, very small. Um, up until 2020, 2021, it was just Ben. And then I joined in early 2021, there was two of us, and it wasn't until uh, about three or four weeks ago that we brought in our, our, our amazing uh, Emma, who just joined the team. So there's only three of us here on the community team, and um, really how it's kind of like layered out is uh, Ben uh, works with a lot of kind of like more creative, larger projects. So he's working on things like improving our template gallery, working with consultants, and kind of like finding new ways to like, you know, expand our community um, um, efforts and kind of just like ideas. Um, and then I, myself and Emma kind of split up between ourselves, the ambassador program, the champions program and the newly released campus leaders program, where we basically support some of our most um, active users from across the web and just try to support them with resources, events to learn, you know, meet other people, learn from the team and kind of like little goodies and surprises along the way. So um, typically it's kind of like how it's kind of laid out in terms of um, hiring. I notion has a notion is a very, very high bar for hiring. And I think it really, really shows in the teams that we're working with. Like I, the best thing about working at notion, honestly, besides the community that is so kind that I work with every day are the people that I work with. Um, they're some of the brightest, smartest, kindest, most giving people I've ever had a chance to kind of, you know, uh, work on projects with. And it really goes a long way. I think, one of the most important things about hiring is um, having that high quality bar, but also hiring people that, are, that really want to be there, that are excited to work on the program and just like understand what you're doing and already are kind of aligned with the vision that you have. A little tidbit that most people don't know is um, Ivan Zhao, our, our, our CEO, still interviews every single person. He is the final interview between like uh, for every single potential hire that we have. And I think one of the things that he's done a really good job at is like hiring people that are, um, again, um, excited to do the work that they're doing, um, ready to kind of jump in and get things done. And also just like kind and just generous people. And it allows for teams to kind of work together very cohesively and allows us to get a lot done with a 
much smaller than usual team. So um, I think that's very, very important. Again, same thing at Startup Grind. I think there was a very, very high hiring bar and like um, it makes all the difference. Um, and then the second question is, um, do you think designing an incentive model for ambassadors program is sustainable? Would you like, uh, would like to understand gamification of the ambassador program in any way? We actually don't really gamify or have incentive models for our, for our ambassadors. Um, I think early on, we wanted to make sure that we were, we didn't have like a competition or leaderboard type situation. We really kind of wanted to um, just allow members to kind of come in and do what they, what they do best. Some of our members are very, very active on Slack. Um, and like, they're doing a lot of like things like, you know, reacting to everybody, posting posts and just being engaging with us in general, other members I never hear of, but have some of the biggest YouTube like followings you know, on the planet and we'll do events with them. We'll connect via email. So uh, here at Notion, we really believe that everyone kind of has their own way of like, you know, uh, being engaged in the community and we want to support them as much as we can. So having like an incentivized or gamed model for that is really tough because, how do you value, you know, the 1 million person YouTube creator versus the person that's always active on Slack? And I think that everyone can kind of contribute in their own ways in very exciting, you know, manner. Um, what we are trying to do is for people that are like maybe um, hosting lots of events or people that are with us for a very long time, like are very tenured. So like have multiple years of being in the program. We're like thinking of little new kind of cool ways to give out gifts and little like, um, you know, uh, tokens of appreciation. So we haven't gamified too much, um, but we're always exploring new ways to find and appreciate our members. So yeah, it's kind of like something we're, where we're thinking about and looking at right now. We'd love to know about the interesting experiments and ideas that Notion experimented with that did and did not work. And what were some of the learnings along the way? Any interesting experiments and ideas Notion experienced with that did or did not work? And what were some of the learnings along the way? Um, yeah, this is great. So I'll do like three different examples, um, two at Notion, one at a different company and kind of like, you know, what didn't work initially and then what worked kind of later on when we came back to it. Um, the first one is we actually began an early campus program, um, here at Notion a couple years ago. And, uh, uh, it was, it was, it was run by one of the interns and she did an amazing job. Basically we had, we saw events pop up in a couple different cities around the world where people were just kind of coming together uh, trading notes about how to use Notion and how they study effectively. Because a lot of our students, uh, you know, love to use Notion just to keep track of their homework, their studies, upcoming tests and everything else in between. And it was a great success. Uh, the issue was we didn't have the bandwidth uh, to kind of support the system uh, early on. This is about two or three years ago, uh, or maybe four, when there was like only like, I think it was like 40 people in the, in, on the team. And of course, like, you know, when you don't have too many people, like, you know, resources are, are a bit limited and, and bandwidth is tight. So um, unfortunately, um, that intern ended up leaving. And when she did leave, uh, the program kind of like just didn't have the support it needed. So um, a key learning there was when you're launching a community, it's really, really important to have the bandwidth and like TLC that's needed to keep it running and successful. One thing that you hear a lot from great community managers is that um, it's a lot easier to launch a community and maintain it than launch a community kind of let it die off or let the activity die and try to bring it back to life. Uh, so, you know, that was a, a very you know, great and early learning early on. Um, the second thing was um, students in the younger generation, Generation Z, as many of you are probably in here, uh, don't really use Slack. Uh, Slack, I recently heard someone say, oh, I think Slack is like Discord for old corporate people. So it's a very, very different distinction. Uh, so we, we relaunched the Notion Campus Leaders program very recently. We haven't done too much promotion around it just because we're kind of getting up and going. Again, trying to make sure that we give it the TLC it deserves. Um, 
And uh, we decided to launch on Discord, which none of us have used in the past. So we're learning along with them. Uh, but again, we see a much higher engagement rate. We see people kind of, you know, um, you know, jumping in a lot more into conversations and we're learning together. And also, you know, we have kind of an additional team member here that's kind of focused mostly on the campus leader program, which has been, we've been seeing a great success. We're seeing events already popping up um, all across the country with all across the world. Actually, we had some um, recently in the Nordics and it's been very, very exciting to kind of see come together. So um, that's one of them. The other is like the early champions program. Um, kind of like I mentioned earlier, champions program is really just kind of like some of our most engaged users within like a team or enterprise plan, people that are kind of working in larger companies and are either the notion librarian or someone that brought notion into their company. And uh, some of the early learnings there when we first launched the beta program of it was uh, they're not as engaged as personal users or as students. Uh, they're busy. They're busy people. Uh, we, you know, we set up a Slack and it was so interesting because uh, it was it was so amazing that I would get on calls and I'm like, hey, are, are you enjoying the program? Are you enjoying the community? And they'd be like, oh my gosh, like it's the best. I'm learning so much. All the resources are great. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so awesome. And then they were like, I was like, well, why aren't you responding? Like, oh, I'm really busy. So it, what I learned from that was it's in some of these communities where maybe people aren't as engaged, it's good to have lots of folks kind of jumping in. And slowly but surely, you'll see kind of people coming in and rising to the top in terms of engagement. And those people tend to kind of bring great content, bring great questions, great ideas, and like the rest of the community benefits from them. So just because people aren't commenting, reacting, or, or like, you know, uh, engaging in things doesn't mean that they're not, you know, interested. Sometimes you just kind of need to change the strategic, uh, you know, resources you're providing for them. So when we relaunched, we had a lot more people involved. We had a lot more dedicated resources, team users, and we kind of kind of grew up from there. The last example that I'll, I'll share with you is when I was a startup grind, uh, we, we we would have people kind of apply into, into a long application to make sure that people were dedicated enough to they wanted to become a, a chapter director. And uh, sometimes they wouldn't finish it. And one summer, I remember the summer of like 2014, I spent the summer reaching out to people who had never finished the application and uh, like encouraged them to finish it again or gave them a second try. And it was it was tough. You know, people want to jump on calls. They weren't super dedicated. And like we learned very quickly on that if someone isn't Know, willing to kind of go through the entire progress sometimes it's not worth like re-engaging with or finding a different way to kind of like you know change how the program is built uh we redid some of our questions made it a little bit shorter and we saw a much much like kind of follow-through rate notions communities spread across multiple platforms today how do you ensure engagement across all the platforms and what are some of the challenges that you face while managing multiple platforms also, what are some of the North Star metrics for the community team? Um, yeah, great question. So here at the Notion team, we really kind of focus on three of our Notion programs, which is the Ambassadors Program, Champions Program, and Campus Leaders Program. Um, outside of that, um, all of our communities are actually run independently. So we're not, we don't, we're not part of, you know, we have a, a Reddit uh, Notion sub, uh, subreddit. And there are big 200,000 members There's a Facebook group that's like 250,000 members in Vietnam. We actually don't, are not admins or owners of those. Um, but what we try to do is we try to make sure we engage with those leaders, the people that are organizing those communities and give them all the tools, support and resources they need to kind of do the best work that they can. So uh, recently for, you know, I think it was last year when we first reached 100,000 members on on uh, our subreddit, uh, you know, we sent out, we did a big giveaway. We sent out members a chance to kind of drop in some um, of their most or the best learned tips and just like why they love the community so much. And we sent out 
uh, you know, little like appreciation gifts. Uh, for Notion in Vietnam, uh, recently one of their members reached out to me. He's like, hey, how do you engage the community? What can I be doing better? Like, um, you know, any tips you can provide? And we try to send out like, you know, a quick video, uh, a document kind of outlining what are some of the most um, helpful things that we've learned along the way. So really what we try to do uh, is engage with the community leaders so that they can kind of engage with the wider community as well, which has been uh, fairly successful um, and just great to kind of see continue to grow. Um, and then what are the challenges that you face while managing multiple platforms? Well, uh, you know, it's, I think some of the challenges are one, like there isn't consistency, right? We have a very particular brand and, uh, sometimes, you know, one group will look a certain way, the other will look another way. Uh, so that's kind of been a bit tough, something that I'm getting used to, like, you know, uh, being okay with. Um, and, uh, I think other than that, it's uh, really kind of sometimes we don't know, you know, how quickly some of these uh, communities are growing or where we can kind of jump in and help. So I think those are two of the bigger challenges that we face. We're finding new ways to kind of like, you know, um, improve these as we move forward. For one, we usually give out assets to a lot of our members. So when they're building out their communities, they have like a, a fairly standard asset that they can kind of share across these different platforms. And also, um, you know, when it comes to uh, reaching out to folks and making sure that, uh, you know, we kind of keep track of their growth. We've set up the system where we basically kind of go through once a week and just track, you know, how many members these communities have. So um, again, I'm sure there's a lot that we can do better there, but it's kind of what we kind of been putting together more recently to make sure we, we're keeping an eye on um, how many of these um, are growing, where we can help, where we can jump into kind of better support and just make sure that members are feeling engaged with. Um, and then the last question here, what are the North Star metrics for the community team at Notion? I think growth, right? I think the number one thing right now is growth. Like how many communities are, are, are you know, starting up? Um, how large are these communities? How are they growing? Really, it's just coming down to like, you know, how can we better support these folks um, from around the world? And I think, you know, as we continue to go, we'll kind of develop new metrics and different ways to kind of see how it comes back into, you know, some of our larger goals. But for the time being, we just want to make sure that, um, you know, we're supporting everyone as best that we can and kind of going from there. Was community-led growth something that expanded as Notion grew bigger? Or was it something that the founders had in mind when they started working on the product? This is very much something that was very intentional from the very beginning. Maybe maybe not from like the community aspect that we kind of know and, and you know see today. But uh, to give you an example, uh, Ivan, our founder, and so did Simon, they basically answered all the support tickets early on themselves. And even when their team expanded, they were still very, very, very much involved in kind of checking out those, uh, you know, intercom tickets, what people were saying, what people were having issues with and responding directly themselves. And I think this helped build community very early on, because if you're a user of a product, right, any product, Threado is a great example. You know, I have used similar products to Threado in the past, but the amount of care and like um, consideration that the founders have had and shown me since I've, you know, started kind of testing it out is incredible. And I, I really, really appreciate them for what they do. They respond quickly. They take feedback, um, you know, to heart. And I've seen the changes kind of roll out very quickly, which again, is very impressive and not something easy to do in a small team, which I think uh, Simon and Ivan did very early on. And it really just helped build community. I mean, who doesn't want to use a product where you know that they're listening and they kind of um, are doing their best to do the best they can for you. So um, I think early on, um, Ivan and, and Simon both loved seeing the community love across the, uh, you know, the internet, and they supported it as much as they could. Um, I, that's why I think we see so many uh, different communities across different platforms. Like I mentioned earlier, we are not admins of the 200,000 
user, you know, uh, subreddit uh, for Notion. We're not admins for the 250,000 users over in, in Notion Vietnam or the various PTICs, you know, um, communities in Japan. We kind of trust the community kind of run them on their own. Um, and it's, so far, it's been it's been a great success. So I think as long as, you know, the founders of the team are very community centric and listen and care for their for their members, kind of the community kind of bruised itself in many different ways. So, and then, you know, obviously we, we, as a team grew, they brought in Ben who really kind of took it to the next level, who was running his own. And then I'm here to support. And so is Emma. So I think between all three of us, we're doing the best that we can to, you know, continue supporting our community because without them, we wouldn't be here today. So um, very, very much intentional from the very early days. And uh, we wouldn't be here without the community um, had those early initiatives not been um, so core to kind of the early experience. What are Notion's key community initiatives? How have they played a key role in Notion's growth over the years? So, uh, great, great question. Um, what I will say is Notion has always been community-centric, community-forward. Um, this goes way back to the very early days of community where Ivan, our CEO, as well as Simon, <clears throat> would personally um, answer tickets. And this is like, you know, even when uh, they had a team, you know, going through and kind of answering a lot of these, like, inquiries or questions that people had, they always were very much in tune with what uh, what needed to be fixed, what kind of feedback was needed to kind of improve the product overall and how we could kind of make it a better uh, tool for everyone to use. Uh, so from the very, very early days, community has been a huge role. And a lot of those early community members or community members that began their own communities or kind of started um, supporting and teaching others were because of some of the early interactions they had with Ivan. So always, always been a core, core principle of the company here at Notion. And yeah, so can I kind of answer what are some of the, uh, you know, key community initiatives. Number one, for us here on the community team, we're looking for like different ways to support our community. So that's our number, number one goal. So we have our ambassador community, um, which is kind of this program where we invite a lot of like some of our most engaged personal users from around the web. These are people who are hosting Facebook groups, Reddit communities, um, uh, various kind of you know, circle communities or teaching people how to use uh, Notion on YouTube or creating really cool blogs, email newsletters, a little bit of everything. Uh, we're constantly kind of looking for some of these, you know, community builders that are helping teach and kind of spread the great word of Notion um, and try to bring them in and give them with a variety of different tools, such as, uh, you know, access to uh, different platforms, uh, paid Zapier accounts, uh, internal events where they're able to kind of join our beta programs, check out our newest features, and also just kind of get together and meet one another and help each other out. So uh, we're constantly always trying to make sure like our personal users are very well taken care of and recently launched our campus leaders program as well, where we're trying to help kind of students um, also host events. We have a grant program to help them kind of, um, you know, sponsor their own uh, goodies. So they get together and kind of just teach each other how to use Notion effectively to study and, uh, you know, again, teach one another new tips and tricks. And it's been amazing. Um, I recently had an event separately and uh it just it's a natural kind of conversion a lot of people just they come to our events they sit in a corner and they just work together and it's beautiful it's a beautiful great thing to see so we're constantly trying to find new ways to support them our last program our last initiative that we're working on right now is the champions community which is kind of like uh again some of these like personal pro users that bring notion to their company or are kind of like the internal notion librarian where they're the ones teaching others how to use Notion, managing the giant workspaces and kind of scaling Notion along with the company. So for us here, my number one goal is finding new ways to support everyone um, and just kind of like, you know, bring out all some of the newest initiatives, goodies and everything that we can to keep things interesting. What are some of the initiatives by Notion to spread the word about community? How does a product like Notion leverage community in the first place? 
Hey, Ayush, great to meet you. And thanks for using Notion. It's really great to see that you like the product and are using it um, to kind of just, you know, manage things day to day. Um, two great questions. Um, I guess, well, I'll start with the first one, the first part. I use Notion, have used both uh, the paid and free plans. However, really uh, never got the nudge to join the community. What are some initiatives that Notion is doing to spread the word about the community? Um, yeah, so uh, we're trying a variety of different things. I think we're becoming a lot more active on social media. Uh, we just noticed that a lot of our members were naturally posting to Instagram, uh, Twitter, and it's like also TikTok. So we're kind of like trying to meet our members um, at the social media on those platforms and kind of just make sure we're engaging with them and making sure they feel heard, uh, responding to any inquiries they may have, feedback, and just celebrating their wins across the web. So when we see people selling a certain amount of templates or, you know, growing a community a certain uh, a size or, you know, kind of just different wins, like we on the Notion team try to be there to kind of like their, you know, and react to what they're up to. So um, we're trying to be a lot more active on across social media platforms. We're also, I, I, I don't talk about it too much right now, but we're working on a variety of different like initiatives internally as well to bring more attention to the various communities that we have available. So I think over the next couple of uh, months, you'll see a lot more uh, promotions and like much bigger pages around all of our communities and how expanded they are and how we really kind of have a place. Uh, we have a Notion community for almost everybody. So I'm sure you can find something um, online. And if you're not too sure where to start, let me know. And I'm happy to kind of DM you and send over a few recommendations. Um, the second question here is how does a product like Notion leverage community? That's a great question. Um, I think there's a variety of different ways. Number one is like um, localizing Notion and kind of making it, uh, you know, its own kind of local uh, flavor and feel. It's kind of what we talked a lot about uh, when I was in, in, in school uh, was just like, uh, has been a very, very amazing, amazing kind of like perk from having such a large community. So, you know, we're not localized in every single language just yet, but we have members from around the world that are translating uh, Notion into the local language. We, I, it's been absolutely amazing to see some of these translations in Mexico, Brazil, you know, Portuguese, Spanish, um, Chinese, and just everything else in between. So one of the, one of the many, many perks is, you know, um, we see a lot of our members helping teach others how to use Notion and how to use it effectively. Another thing is people learn differently, right? So I'm much more a text person. I don't like watching video too much, uh, which is ironic given I'm doing these video calls, but, um, you know, my sister's very much a video person. She has to watch videos on how math problems are worked out. Well, I like to kind of read through them and see them presented in a written format. So, um, we have members of the community that are creating YouTube videos, um, kind of detailing, you know, how notifications work, uh, details on how to best use Notion to the best ability. And we also have people writing email newsletters, right, who kind of have step-by-step breakdowns of how everything works. So um, some of the perks have been that, you know, we're able to teach Notion in many, many different ways that we didn't even think were possible. So I'm so, so appreciative of the community and all that they're doing. So it's been an amazing, amazing time to kind of see these things come together. And it's just a few of the different perks. Obviously, also, like, there's just there's Notion for doctors, Notion for PhDs, Notion for marketers, Notion for people who have ADHD. Like, again, like it's just a different way to help members use the tool to the very best they can. So, yeah, uh, many, many perks. I could never count them all, but just a few that kind of come to mind. What was the persona of the first few community members at Notion? How did Notion get those first set of users? Great, great question. Um, I, I touched a little bit upon it in some of the other few answers, but like kind of a more concise version really is that um, I think the the early philosophies and the kind of values of Notion and kind of just like where our operating values stand really kind of attracted a lot of those types of users. So um, from a very, very early start, we saw that 
um, you know, it was a lot of creatives, a lot of very kind and open-minded creatives that kind of flocked to Notion. And those ended up becoming some of our, our, our biggest users and people that we kind of, um, uh, you know, invited to join and start some of our earliest communities. So a great example is actually Ben, my manager, Ben, Ben Lang, who runs community here at Notion, uh, was just a very big super user. He loved using Notion. He loved how it kind of, um, you know, kept him, uh, you know, organized and, and just like, basically gave him superpowers by all these very, very interesting and robust dashboards that he created, that he created his own community and to kind of help teach other people how to use it. Like he just loved the product that much that he was hoping to kind of share, you know, how to give other people these kind of superpowers. So our community is built up of people like Ben, which is, you know, very kind, thoughtful and giving people. And as we've scaled, it's kind of consistently stayed that way. So um, I think it really kind of comes down to kind of, again, the value and philosophies of, of how the company operates, kind of attracted those early on. And obviously, since then, as we kind of scale the community, we've been trying our very best to be very intentional about, about inviting more of those members, um, you know, to our program. So right now, um, it's been very exciting. It was very exciting as people kind of created templates, started like making businesses, supporting themselves off of Notion. But d- there's definitely like, over time, you know, as, as people kind of see an opportunity, sometimes people are more focused on, you know, the monetary gains or like, uh, you know, what you can get out of it, out of the community. And we very, very much try and are very, very intentional and in, in like kind of inviting folks that are kind, giving and just like excited to meet other, you know, uh, you know thrilled people um, around them and really just kind of come together, geek out about Notion, exchange tips and continue to grow their communities. So um, we try to still very, very much invite that persona. So you can continue to scale um, with these kind of philosophies in mind. What were some key guiding principles with which Notion approached building communities on different platforms? And how did they ensure that the DNA of these communities always remains intact? Uh, great question. I think the number one thing is, um, you know, one of the key principles was that we didn't want to force anyone to use a certain platform, use certain art or use a certain structure. We really wanted people to kind of just do what they knew how to do best and use whatever platform worked best for them and use best, you know, work best for them locally. I, you know, I, I, there's like definitely pros and cons to both on the plus side, you know, you get a very, very localized experience that you can't, you know, do otherwise. And it's very, very hard to crack. Um, in any other situation. And like one of the cons is like, yeah, it's hard to keep it consistent. I completely, you know, I, I definitely understand that as well. Um, but I think the number one thing was that the community really appreciated that we were open to that and they kind of really just went with it and took off. So um, it's been great to see these communities grow across PTIX, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, you know, and everything else in between that I can't even think about right now. But um, in terms of ensuring the DNA of these communities always remain intact, that's very tough. I think that really comes down to more around the philosophy of the product and what kind of users we find already. Um, we tend to have, or we try at least here at Notion, have a very like friendly and informal tone, um, kind of like we were talking to a friend or talking to one another, you know? And I think that's always kind of um, attracted members that feel the same way and are just very kind and giving individuals. And we've seen over the years that a lot of these communities are just kind of run by people that are so passionate and aligned so well with Notion that it's kind of all already, you know, um, stayed pretty, pretty consistent across the board. Um, we don't have any mean communities or, you know, too many issues with communities. Obviously, when you're working with hundreds of thousands of people, little things pop up here and there, but nowhere near as much as you would think or um, any issues that would kind of like really like break things down. So I think 
kind of like I mentioned earlier, kind of setting those values early on and setting those kind of um, kind of uh, philosophies early on with the users kind of really helps ensure that um, that stays consistent, even, you know, outside of their workspaces into their communities. So, um, yeah, it's been really, really great to see. And we're constantly trying to find new ways to support them and also kind of, again, keep it consistent and help make sure that we're able to kind of um, help them do that. But yeah, great question.